Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me for this very, very special episode is Colin Mitchell. This is a special edition every year. This is every 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 year. North Texas versus UTSA special edition, special podcast. I might have a special guest next next week, but we'll keep that on the on the back burner for now. But Colin, how are you feeling? How are you doing? How's everything? I'm doing great. You know, uh, rested up well. I, I mean, I don't I don't know what you want me to say every time you ask this. I, I just I just want like a, a overall status report. If you're healthy, if Maya's healthy. Um, I mean, I talk to you every day. Yeah, but is my has my okay? I haven't seen Maya. She's good. She's she's lost some weight. You know, she got up to seventy pounds. She's lost five pounds. So I was concerned about her for a while. Um, concerned. Capri Sun ready. Capri yeah. Sun ready. <laughs> Stocked back up for this pod. Um, you gonna go through a whole pack? I swear they feel cheaper every time I go to the store. They're just standing there, they're staring at me. Like you really, you don't have two dollars for this? I was like, okay, I have two dollars. I'm sorry. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, North Texas versus UTSA preview podcast. Colin, this is it. This is the game we've all been waiting for against the, for the undefeated North Texas Mean Green 3-0 in conference play against UTSA. Um, I have a lot of thoughts on this game. Me too. But I, I think I'll, I'll let you go first. But let, first, but actually, before we get started, let's just remember, let's have a moment of silence for how awesome last year's game was. Yes. Okay. That was the moment of silence. There you go. Um, <laughs> what a win that was. I was just looking back on it. I can't believe they went in there. Well, at home, I should say in the rain and won that game and just crushed UTSA's soul. And I, I loved it so much. I'll never forget posting it on my, uh, Instagram story being like, and just posting the final score, you know, the graphic, the North Texas graphic, and then having all my San Antonio people swipe up on it and just being all salty the whole time. It was great. I got to call my dad and just talk so much trash to him. Do, do, do you ever feel like a heretic because you're from San Antonio? A heretic? Yeah. I, I've never used that word. It's before. like it's like when you go against uh, conventional thinking. What's? Let me look at the definition. Maybe See, I, I, I would feel that way if I didn't go to North Texas. It's not like I'm. I actually like UTSA as like a program, and you know Jeff Trailer's cool and everything like that. I have no problem with UTSA. Yeah, it's a just person you... holding an opinion at odds with what is generally accepted. Okay. I feel yeah. like you do that more than me, just in general, in life. But regardless. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> but regardless, uh, when North Texas plays UTSA, the bragging rights, and this is what college football is all about, right? This yeah. is what yeah. sports in general is all about, is the bragging rights. And it's being able to just go up to your UTSA friends and be like, we are better than you. We own you. And there's nothing you can do about it. We're going to move to the AAC next year, and we'll do the same thing. So I think in the all-time record, it's 5-4 and four to North Texas at this point. And obviously, last year's win was the sweetest. If North Texas somehow won this game, I don't know what I would do with myself. I would – Colin, if North Texas wins this game, we have to take a shot on air. Of, right. of it. I, you still have the Jack Daniels? No, I have tequila. That's oh, not maybe. that I've had one shot from. You make me go buy tequila. <laughs> I mean, you can just have whatever you have if you have anything. I have but nothing, Colin. That's my it's my engagement tequila. That's well, I know you sent me a um a bat uh what is it bachelor no not bachelor um groomsman groomsman uh present. 
Oh yeah, I, I guess year. no one knows. Uh, no one knows that I'm getting married sometime soon. Hopefully, <laughs> listen. Next year is crazy. Okay, I know you're. I'm at that age. It's you know when you're getting old, when all your friends are getting married. Yes. Kind of. We didn't plan our wedding fast enough, so now everyone else has their wedding, and now I have three to go to next year. Yeah, all your all all my friends are getting married. I mean, yeah. really. So you're just one included in that group, even though. Yeah, now I don't know when it's going to be. You, you know? don't know when it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, regardless, if you, North Texas wins this game. Yep, shot. Shot. On air. Okay. On air. Okay. 100%. Filled to the brim. Would it be like a... I have to also buy a shot glass. I don't even... I have nothing. I have nothing. We got to go buy it, everything. Just, just drink it out of the... Just take it Take it straight out of the bottle. Straight out of the... Just swig. Just swig. Quick swig. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's let's get into this game a bit. North Texas uh, is a ten point underdog on yep. the road in the yep. Alamo Dome at yep. UTSA. What are your thoughts? What do you think about UTSA? And what do you think about just the game in, in general? You know what you told me last week, Bernie? What'd you tell me? What did I say? When North Texas was a six and a half point underdog, or sorry, uh, favorite. favorite. You told me that if a team is favored by a touchdown, then they should win. I did. This is that same scenario. I would maybe have hesitations of UTSA not winning if this was a home game for North Texas. It is not. North Texas has historically been bad in the Alamo Dome. And UTSA is historically good still. Let's just go through some stats, shall we? Frank Harris is crazy right now. This dude has 2,300 yards, 15 touchdowns, and five interceptions. Austin Ani, for comparison, 1,600 yards, or sorry, 1,700 yards, 17 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. I don't know about you. But that is a stark difference. And they have the better quarterback, that's for sure. Not only that, receiving-wise, I don't know his name, his first name, because I'm stupid and should show Franklin? No, DeCorian Clark. Okay, yeah. They have a few. Yeah. They have three legitimate receivers here. Yeah, he's their leading receiver. DeCorian Clark, Takar Franklin, and uh, Joshua Cephas. God, I can't speak. Sorry. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's the leading receiver in terms of the yards. He has seven touchdowns. North Texas leading receiver, Roderick Burns, great guy, 402 yards, one touchdown. Obviously, he's not the red zone threat that, uh, you know, like Jair Schroeder is, but still, same, same in the same breath. The only thing UNC has going for it this, this, uh, this, in this game is its run game. And I'm not sure that matters. Um, just because they only allow 169 rushing yards per game. Yeah. Um, the way at least the past two years, and this is me watching, just watching UTSA. Um, the way to beat UTSA the past two years, to me, obviously North Texas, the outliers in rain, and they kind of ran all over them. I don't have the stats in front of me, but it was just kind of an overwhelming effort there. But to me, when I've watched UTSA, you know, play Western Kentucky last year, uh, when they've played some games uh, this year, I, I Army threw for like 300 yards or something on them. I feel like the past game is the easiest way to beat this utsa defense and utsa defense that's not as good as it was last year um i'm looking at right now like the epa uh stats have them 91st 91st in the country in epa um per game which is just an advanced metric for points added whatever um they are 56th in rush defense and 91st in pass defense so yeah, it kind of speaks to what I'm saying. It feels like the past game is what they're more susceptible to this year, especially when you lose Tariq Woolen at corner, who's now a freaking starter at, on the Seahawks now. Um, and 
you know, they, they have they have still good players and they have a really good culture that you watch their game against Houston and you watch the game against um earlier this season uh, against oh it wasn't Texas. Texas I mean Texas yeah, sorry, <laughs> yeah. that's something I was like I was like why am I blanking because LSU played at the same time that game anyways you watch the game against Texas and you're just like this is an incredibly well coached team every time you watch them they never look overwhelmed like yeah they might not have as much talent as Texas but they're gonna go you know play for play pretty much with them for three quarters and then Frank Harris throws a pick six and the kind of the dam breaks but still it's a team that I think might not be getting enough credit. I mean, if they beat Houston that week game where it was just such a gut gut wrenching loss, 37, 35, it's a team that I think probably should be ranked. Yeah. It's probably ranked. Even, they're probably ranked again. If they beat Houston, like I know they barely beat army in overtime and you know, the, the Western win wasn't kind of super convincing. I think Western's pretty good, but like it's there, they might be ranked if they were six and one. So it's, I, I have nothing but respect for UTSA, um, and I have nothing but good things to say about UTSA. I think Frank Harris is the real deal. I think he has another year of eligibility, not for nothing, what? which would be insane. Somebody told me that, and I was just like, Hold is on. that true? I need to he's confirm He's been playing that. since 2019. Bro, he's a year younger than me. I, I watched him as a junior when I was a senior in high school in San Antonio, and so I guess, I don't know. That's what I heard, though. How old so, are you again? 23? I'm 24. You're half. 24, and this dude has eligibility still. All right, he's about he's to just be, Hendon he's Hooker about, from he's Tennessee become... is 24. Hendon Hooker from Tennessee, the quarterback of Tennessee, is older than me. That's weird. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Um, so uh, I guess I'll let you respond to what I what everything I just said because I kind of rattled off a lot of points there and how good I think this team is. Overall. I mean, I, I agree. I did just coach. say that they're going to win. Um, that that's 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 the difference between North Texas and UTSA in my eyes is that UTSA and North Texas probably have the same amount of talent. It's just the differences is how they've been coached up. Um, yeah. You know, uh, obviously Seth has won eight conference games in a row, but you made a point earlier how UTSA never looks like they're, you know, they're shaken. Whereas that is not the case for North Texas. If something happens, it gets kind of, you're kind of like, all right, well, it looks like a field goal or a three point deficit is insurmountable to try to get back over mm -hmm. and i feel like that's kind of been the theme um anytime they're down it's like okay i don't know how they can come back here um and then not only that we can also talk about like we talked about last week their schedule has not been hard up to this point all their wins have been against bottom you know we can go down the list you know 15 teams and then one was texas southern so um yeah i'm not convinced that this will be a game now, here's where I'll, I will present my rebuttal to you, Colin. I think you need to disclose to the fans that you put some money on the line. <laughs> well, I, I have no problem disclosing that because I've done it the last like three podcasts. But let me let me let me do my rebuttal and then get into it. Okay. Okay. Two things. The first thing is um, I sent you this tweet, Greg Luca, who does, I believe writes for the SA Express News. Um. This is a tweet that he said from Jeff Trailer. I completely asked forgot to, about that tweet. Gosh, damn. Asked to grade UTSA's health three days before pivotal matchup against North Texas, Roadrunners coach Jeff Trailer responded, F for failure. <laughs> Nursing injuries at O-line, D-line, and running back, UTSA has to push through one more game before the Week 9 open date. So, 
And this isn't anything new. If you've been paying attention to UTSA, they've had injuries along the offensive line the entire season. Like they've been starting freshmen. They've been starting walk-ons at offensive line. They have been just piecing it together. What has gotten them out of it is um, obviously Frank Harris at quarterback and the three receivers. An elite pass game, like top 20 in the country. They are, that's why the total for this game is like 72, 73. It's going to be a shootout, 100%. Now, that's the first thing is the injuries for UTSA give me a little bit of pause when evaluating them because there are several times this year where they haven't been able to overwhelm teams because of these injuries. The second thing is I just went on a long rant about how I think they're super well coached and they don't get rattled and they're, you know, go play for play with Texas and all this stuff. You know the last time they looked rattled, Colin? Well, when they played North Texas? It's when they were in Denton mm. and it was raining. Yeah. And North Texas jumps out to a 17-3 to lead on them. DeAndre Torrey just punches them in the face repeatedly over and over. Then they muff a punt. Then the dam continues to break. North Texas wins 45-23. You want to know something, Bruni? That's the last time. You want to know something, Bruni? And for that reason, Colin, I think North Texas, I'm not going to say they're in their heads. I'm not going to say anything like that. I think there's a confidence with North Texas at this moment. After we've joked about the Memphis performance. Yes, sure. Two wins since then. And now going into this game, I don't think they look at UTSA the way that a lot of the country does or the way that I think you, even you and I look at them. I think this is a, a winnable game. And for that reason, I uh, to go back to my, your earlier point, I have placed my own money, my own a wager on North Texas plus 10.5. If they lose, it will not be a blowout. UTSA will have to fight and scrap this win away, which they've done. They've UTSA has won very close games against Western, against you know, UAB last year. They've pulled out some really, really close wins in the Dome. It's hard to beat them in the Alamo Dome. But UTS, but North Texas will not be scared, and I think that they hang in there and have a real chance at winning this game. I don't so think – I don't I don't think – you know, you said the dam broke. They were in Denton last year, the run game. Yeah. Luckily, they're in a Dome. There's going to be no rain. No rain. Nice climate controlled. They're it's at beautiful. home. The Dome. You know, home crowd, ten dollar tickets. I can tell you right now, UTS the dome is going to be pretty full. I bet. Yep. Um, I just, I, I want to believe that it'll be close. I really do. But I am terrified that this is going to be the case of they finally play a team that's not a bottom fifteen team. And we've been looking through rose-colored glasses up to this point with their wins. Because obviously, I mean, I, we got to give them credit, right? Like FAU, we had that as one of their wins, but we thought that that could be, you know, an issue. Or no, yeah. we had that as one of their losses, sorry. La yeah. Tech, always a hard game. Um, we go through the whole schedule. Uh, Texas Southern and UTEP were the other Texas team. Southern and UTEP. UTEP was obviously a big game. Texas Southern, you know, whatever. Obviously, all of those things, um, all those wins, we got to give them credit for. But I don't think that... UTSA is, is on a different level than La Tech for Atlantic. UTEP, who we've seen, has been one of the worst teams in college football. And then, obviously, Texas Southern. I need to see that they can play a close game against a team that is playing within its own element. And I say that because Memphis was a win on paper. But they clearly weren't 
weren't playing the way they normally play with Seth Hennigan. And I can tell you yeah. right now, it wasn't because North Texas did anything crazy on defense. Um, so that is why I am. I mean, I, I'd like it to be close. I don't want to be the guy that comes up here and goes anti North Texas. They're going to, I want them to lose or whatever. I just genuinely think that this, this is setting itself up for let's get everyone hype last year, 45, three, a couple of years ago, we're going to take him down again. David versus Goliath. I think the cards finally fall the way they were supposed to fall. And UTSA kind of comes out and does their thing. My only concern, the only thing that I think can let this get out of hand is Austin Ani throwing interceptions. And that is my concern. That's that's the only thing. Yeah. And I'm I'm not even saying one interception, like yeah, if, if it's a it's intercepted and they get the ball in like the twenty, like the, their own twenty UTSA does or something like that. I'm talking about the the pick six caliber interceptions. You yeah. can't come back from those against this team at yeah. all. And I think UTSA is the best team in the conference, and I will 100% stand by that. But that's what, and I don't know if you have anything else on the game specifically, but I think that's why this win, and we kind of mentioned on the last podcast. It can single-handedly, I think, save Seth Latrell. Oh yeah, no this this 100%. this is the game. This is the game that can that can single-handedly. Sorry, it's okay. You, you want to see something cool? You want to see something cool? My mom got me this. Maya, what the world is that? Just sprays air, makes them stop. Isn't that crazy? Just like a little. <laughs> what? what i was amazed that it worked you can yell at her all you want you just spray this little thing she she's a dead attention right now maya come here come here what come in here. the look world? at that isn't that crazy she's like, that is absurd it's amazing anyways what was i saying oh yeah so yeah i mean i i, I agree with you <laughs> on the picks um because i agree that there's a reason why this game's over under 72 and a half but that is that is what North Texas offense clicking, and I think their run game will definitely click. But is Austin Ani able to match Frank Harris? I think yeah. I think he he has the ability to, but if the mistake because he's been hot, I mean, obviously a couple of picks here and there, a couple of weird throws here and there, but he's shown me that he's able to make certain throws that I didn't think he can make before. Whereas now I'm not sure. Sorry, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to continue that against in a game like this, you know, where yeah. there's all this pressure and like you said, you have to match them. If it's going to, if they're going to win, it has to be a shootout and it has to be close. It's, they're not going to do what they did last year and beat them by 20 points. They're not going to do what they did a few years ago and beat them by 40 points. This is going to be a close game. And the only way North Texas has a chance of winning is if Austin Ani is able to go toe to toe with Frank Harris, because let's be honest, their defense isn't going to be able to do anything. Yeah. I, I agree. I I was looking at when it was like the 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 total was like sixty eight or something. I was like, oh, I'll take the over on that. And then it just kept going up. So, um, we were talking about Latrell as well. Oh yeah, sorry. It's yeah, okay. my point on that. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I tried with a little. Yeah, a little sprayer. She's still staring at it. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, I see. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, this is this is the game that can single handedly save his career because up to this point, like, where is your big game? And, and this is the type of game that if you win this and you do your, you know, the other ones that we expect them to get the rest of the season, you could lose the bowl game, I think, and still keep your job. And that is just because UTSA is one of those games where they're considerably better than you on paper and, and schedule-wise. And if you beat them, you've kind of shown, okay, hey, Conference USA and UTSA 
aren't, you know, just a, a done deal right now? Well, to me, what we've been looking at this whole year is the teams that they're going to go into the American with, SMU and yep. Memphis, yep. right? There are two teams that they've played, and they lost both of those games. Yep. And the SMU game was obviously the biggest indicator to us that they're not ready, that this program is not where it needs to be in order to go to the American. Now, they beat FAU, who will also be going into that conference with them. LaTeX will not be. But they're one and two basically against future American opponents at this point. UTSA, I have, I mean, if if they can keep Jeff Trailer around, they will be one of the better teams in the American for the foreseeable future. Like they will continue to rise and continue to be a competitor with a team like SMU atop the American. And so that's why for me this this result holds a lot of weight because. Like, yeah, we want to get on them for the UNLV performance. Yes, we we should and we will. Um, We want to give them credit for the LaTeX performance. We should and we will. But at the end of the day, the results against these American teams, the teams that really are going to matter next year and the year after that, are to me what hold the most weight. The tryout teams, basically. Yeah, these are the teams that you have to show like we are on their level. If you go out and get blown out against UTSA – um, and then you continue to lose to other teams that are going to be in the American, and you end up with your only win over F- FAU. It's like, and let's say obviously Rice is is going to the American too. I think Rice is actually a decent team this year. They're not awful. So it's like you have to start showing these, showing like we are capable of being in this class with Seth Latrell, and that's yeah. why this win specifically would. I think alleviate pretty much everything because FAU FIU is an automatic win, right? Don't even have to show up for that game. And then if you can just maybe win one of Western Rice and UAB, that that would put you at seven and five with a UTSA win on your resume. I agree with you. At that point, bowl win I don't think would matter as much, and I think he would be probably safe. If you beat UTSA, you are looking at like a ninety plus percent chance I think of Luttrell being safe. Yeah, I I think it would have to go tragic wrong down the stretch of to to really to not be in position because again you you would have beaten utsa multiple times as seth uh, if you're seth latrell you have um the i think like you said on talent uh, talent alone i think that they are on a similar level and latrell has proven that now even though the smu didn't game didn't go the way they wanted to the memphis game they fought fau they won and you beat utsa you're at least holding up a paper like this is my resume this yeah. year and i think it's it's good enough yep i agree i agree all right let me see. you want to get into our picks yeah fix my camera okay um yeah let's do pr- picks predictions uh over-unders i'll tell you right now i'll do i'll start off the over-unders um i don't have the full stats in front of me here let me get them up I want to do a Frank Harris passing yards prop. Oh, God. And <laughs> I'm going to do – I because I do think this game will be a shootout of sorts. Man, 2,300 yards in seven games. He's averaging 300 – what is that, 328? Yeah. 328 yards per game. Over, under. Let's just do – let's just do – 350 yards for Frank Harris over under. 
Let's see what it against Texas. Yeah, Texas I know. I'm looking. Two, Army 359, Houston 337, Middle Tennessee 414, Western 273. It's crazy. He's putting up these numbers without them scoring like a crazy amount of points, like 300 yards. And I think that they're going to score a lot of points. I am going to go. Well, under. another thing is, wait, what'd you say? I'm going to go under. Under. Okay. Another thing is, I don't. Their run game hasn't been as good as it was, obviously, since here McCormick. Oh yeah, one, right. Yeah. So you have Brendan Brady, who was only averaging 3.9 yards per carry, and I don't think he's a real potent back. So yeah, it's a lot more. Frank Harris, three receivers. We're throwing the ball every time. Yep. And you said, I'm sorry, what'd you say again? I said under. Under. Okay, I'll say over. I think uh, he's going to be running, just because he's going to be able be. to. Yeah. I mean, if you watch UNLV game or any of the games this year quarterbacks have been able to run pretty frequently on north texas so all right frank harris 350 yards colin says under i say over you have one. Oh yeah sorry uh i'm gonna just keep the same uh prop for over under on score 72 and a half what do you think i said i was i was in on the over at 68 What's the math there on that? It's like what forty? I guess what, it's 70, 41, 72 and a half? 41, 32. Mm. Oh, you're asking about like a spread, potential spread? Yeah, something, no, something. Like that. I'm, I'm just thinking like I'm just trying 42, to. 31. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go over under seventy four and a half. Under. Just do it. We can stick the seventy two and a half if you want. I'll take the under on that too. Okay, I'll go over. Um, here's a good one because I actually think with UTSA's offensive line questions, Frank has thrown the ball a lot. I think there will be opportunities for North Texas to um, come up with some sacks. Yep. Over under, and we saw, heck, we saw the North Texas defense line play really well against Louisiana Tech. Obviously, not nearly as good of an offense, but. It was a good performance. Over under four and a half sacks for North Texas as a team. It's a high number. As a team. I'm going to go under on that. Okay. I will s- I'll say I'll, uh, I'll say over. Dang. It's going to have to happen, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me get one more in here. One more in here. Mm-hmm. Mm. Actually, two. I have two. Over on these are both Austin. Over under two and a half touchdowns. You can sit on that for a second, and then for interceptions, <laughs> over under one and a half. I think the under one and a half interceptions. What about you? Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say touchdowns too. I'm gonna go. Uh, over two and a half and under, or over one and a half, under, or over on both, sorry. So I think he's going to get three touchdowns, two interceptions. I'm going to say over on both, or over on that as well. So on touchdowns or interceptions? On touchdowns. Okay. I said under interceptions. What if Austin only plays the best game of his career? <sighs> They're going to need mm-hmm. it. I'd be happy. I'm, I've been an Ani truther since the beginning, you know? You have been. You have been. All right, let's do it. Predictions. Game scores. 
Let's go. <laughs> For those not watching, Colin is just staring at the ceiling right now. I'm trying to do math in my head to keep my over. Uh, a lot of points. Just just a lot. Someone's in the 40s. The other team's at least in the 30s. 50? Let's go. That'd be that'd be bad. <laughs> Let's go. Um You're taking 40. too long. I'm gonna go. Oh, I got it. 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 4538 UTSA. Okay, so not blowing them out. You, you, this whole podcast, you've said they're gonna blow them out. And they're... yeah, well, I, I was thinking of I was thinking of like how they'd get there, and I think that it'd go neck and neck, and then UTSA would go up, and then North Texas gets like two garbage time touchdowns. So Colin the whole time was fighting me that it was fine. Be fine, I'll change it. Forty-five thirty. Is that what you want? Yeah. Yes. All right. Forty-five thirty. Be, be a man of your word. I'm a man oh. of my word. I was just telling you how I think it would happen in my head. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't tell me the whole podcast. It's going to go one way and then switch up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Uh, I'm gonna go forty-two thirty-eight. That's a high score. No, 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 no. They're not hitting that. I mean, I just had 45-38, so. I know. No, well, you said 45-30. I know, I know. I know. Okay, no, let me, I'm going to, I'm going to say 35-31. UTSA. I hope you know Texas wins. I hope we, we can just like eat crow. Nothing we said matters this podcast. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, I have the whole rant about how they're going to put up a fight. So let's clip it. Put up a fight. Is that what you want? Going to put up a fight. You know who else put up a fight? The, the people at the Alamo. <laughs> yeah. I damn it. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh... for what? <laughs> just to die. <laughs> Okay, well, that's all we have for y'all today. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. We've got a lot of storylines. 30-minute podcast on UTSA North Texas. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to be uh, going to be a good one. Going to be a good one. I mean, the two quarterbacks here are 29 and, what, 23? College football is getting older, Colin. I don't. <laughs> is that true? I don't know. It feels like it's true. It feels like it's true. So. At this rate, Frank Harris will just get to Austin on his age without going to the Yankees. Right. Year 11, Frank Harris, quarterback. <laughs> Year 11 is crazy. Can't wait. What if you had – it... we're getting off the rails. What if you had unlimited eligibility in college football? You could just... I would just transfer to every school. Just as long as, as, long as you – I would legitimately school. transfer. I would try out every school for multiple reasons. I just – I think it would be fun. Just go crazy. Okay, that's it. That's all we have for y'all today. I uh, hope y'all enjoyed it. Leave us a like, comment, share, subscribe. Check us out on Facebook, right above my head, on Spotify, above Colin's head. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple or Spotify. We greatly appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter right below, right here. Yep. Good pointing. Um, and, yeah, thanks for joining us.